Blog Talk Radio. Tonight's guest is 
as well as sign up from the newsletter, and that is getmotivation.com slash ezines. That's E-Z-I-N-E-S dot H-T-M-L. And so go to the website, sign up for the newsletter, and I would love to introduce tonight's guest, who is none other than Mr. Josh Hines, who is a motivational speaker. He's a proven mentor and inspirational speaker. And in addition to his well-known and constantly growing network of professional development-related websites, such as businessnetworkingadvice.com, salestrainingadvice.com, businessleadershipadvice.com, and goalsuccess.com, Josh is the founder of getmotivation.com. And this is a wonderfully empowering and inspiring site, which continues to be visited by millions of people worldwide. I want to bring him on and let him talk a little bit about himself. So without any further ado, Mr. Josh Hines. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. Hi, uh, oh, man, I'm doing, I'm doing wonderful. Thank um, you so much. Thank you so much. Um, Brian, you were actually talking about me, talking about myself. I'll tell you what, I, I, after the wonderful things you two guys said about me, I don't think I could do myself justice. <laughs> People are going to be disappointed. You guys are great. Thank you for that. Thank well, you so thank much you. for agreeing to come on. Yes, yes, we're excited, and we know that you have some things that uh, that that we feel that you're going to help a lot of people, and that's what our show is about. It's all about helping people do more, be more, and have more, and and that's our whole thing. But I think Brian may have had a question for you. No, I was going to say, you know, tell us about yourself. <laughs> well, you know, but. Uh, um, like I said, it's one of those things, boy, where do I start after an introduction like you gave me? So, um, I guess I'd start out with saying um, I'm actually from a fairly small town. Um, um, big guess there. I, I mean, I know we've got callers from all over, public from all over, um, and I guess that, that, that's generally one thing. People don't have to take long to figure out that I'm not from a, from necessarily a big city. I'm from, I'm from a place called Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And if any listeners out there can uh, spell it, don't worry, most people can't. It's a great <laughs> little place in uh, Alabama. And um, I basically, when I started out, I um, had the idea pretty much that some way, somehow, I wanted to find a place in the um, um, personal development industry. And um, I guess, like most people, I, I, I mean, I've had my own share of adversities, things like that. Um, and so um, the path the path that I wanted to create wasn't necessarily super clear. Like I mean, it's not like I could say when I started out, oh, I had this grand vision and I knew every little detail to get there. You know what I mean, guys? It, it, I mean, I wish I, I wish I could say that, but I had the had this general idea, and I was willing to just just take action as best I could, even even when it wasn't super clear. You know, just try to try to do whatever little bit I could see and just and just move forward. Um, years later, I've, I've been blessed and been able to um, touch a lot of people's lives, and 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 in turn had a lot of people touch my lives. So um, that's the quick quick snapshot. If there is one in my life, there's a whole bunch of details in there that aren't aren't near as pretty, you know. But well, you know, I want to ask this question. You know, you're a motivator, and you go out and you motivate. I would assume thousands upon thousands of people. What was your motivation for becoming a motivator? Well, I mean, 
um, you know, um, what a fantastic question. Um, I I would say that there were a bunch of different things that kind of got me to the point um, um, where I am now. Um, one of one of, but I mean, in terms of the motivation, what I would say that has really, really driven me. It's not so much the you know um, quote unquote notoriety or you know being recognized or any of that stuff. I mean, I never will forget when I was first starting out with the, with the, um, the site that's now getmotivation.com. And I mean, putting that in 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 um, context, guys. I mean, it wasn't a situation where I was going to start out and be a speaker or an author. I mean, it was basically I was interested in personal development, and so I was going to create a simple little page where it was a, a um, jumping off point, if you will, for the rest of the world to go and then learn about different messages from different speakers and, and people that we all know, you know, that we're familiar with. And so from that, things have kind of grown. Well, I mean, starting so, so I mean, starting out, I guess what I would say was one of the biggest motivators. And I mean, it st- still um, personally drives me today is, I mean, I remember that I that I mean, I started out, and I and and I would get the occasional email from somebody, say in particular from another country where, um, think, you know, I mean, they didn't have access to, you know, the books and the tapes and the programs and the and the live seminars that we we sometimes take for granted, and, you know, um. So, so I mean, I would get these emails, and people would say, "Thank you for allow, allowing us access to these resources." And I mean, they were the same resources that I mean I knew, you know, had helped me throughout my life. And so, right there, it was one of those those big things, like, "Hey, I mean, here I am, here I am in a little bitty town, but I can make a difference. I can do something, something, you know." And I mean, I've got this bigger picture that that's supposed to unfold. And even though I didn't know what the details were. I mean, um, it was just enough to light a little spark, and then, and you know, I just sat there and kind of tried to fan that little flame, and I continue to do that. Whenever opportunities like um, um, show up to, I mean, appear on you guys' show, you know, I mean, what a great opportunity! And and so, I mean, like most people, there's always that chance to say, well, what if I mess up, or what if, you know, I mean, one of the adversities we hadn't really got into a, to it yet. But I mean, one of the biggest adversities that I actually deal with is a, a neurological disorder called Tourette syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for me, it's always been um, personally fairly mild. But but um, one of the symptoms that I've had to deal with over the years is what I refer to as a blocking tick. And maybe some um, some of the people on the call have sort of noticed like a, a, a little slight stud or whatever it comes and goes, no big deal. But at different points in my life, it's been very very hard and, and a difficult challenge to deal with. Um, and, and I mean, sort of to frame it, frame it for the listeners. Uh, um, at one time, I literally was at, actually had a fear and almost a phobia of answering the phone because I couldn't spit out what I want to say. And I mean, the funny thing about that—I mean, it sounds funny now because because you know I, I do this stuff for a living. But I mean, literally, I mean, if you can imagine hearing the phone ring and being afraid to answer it. Not 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 necessarily because you're afraid of the phone, but I mean rather you're afraid that the other person on the other end is going to think you're a prank caller. And of course, right. you know what's really bad about that is when they're calling you and they think you're a prank caller, then you got a problem, right? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now, because because oh, otherwise, okay, you know, so let me ask a question. Now mm-hmm. you talk about um, 
your uh, neurological disorder. You talk about Tourette syndrome, and I know there's a lot of different symptoms behind it, but you said one of them is that you have sort of like a speech impediment where, you know, you uh, at times you may stutter, you know, and mm-hmm. you say, you know, of course, people have kind of heard it on the call, and, you know, mm-hmm. how, how, let me see if I can ask this question the right way. If you have a, a, a disorder that causes you to maybe not be able to effectively vocalize things at times, mm-hmm. yeah. how did you become such a great motivational speaker? <laughs> well, and, and, um, and the thing about that is that's the $64,000 question, isn't it? I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, I think um, the biggest thing for me is that I mean I had to get to a point where I had to embrace the situation. I mean it's not like I've necessarily beaten Tourette's. I mean the interesting thing about Tourette's and I mean in my own life is throughout the course of the disorder, um, you may have different symptoms. They'll come and go at mm-hmm. different different levels. Um, um one of the more common one, which is actually the most rare symptom, is the um uncontrollable cursing. And that's something that I've never you know, you know. Thankfully, I've never, I've never had to deal with. But I mean, it is a real symptom. But it, but it, but it is extremely rare. And so, I mean, there are all kinds of different symptoms. Um, and, and I mean, an interesting thing about the particular blocking t- symptom was, up, um, up until the per- point that I was 18 years old, I never actually dealt with that symptom in any shape or form. Wow. So I mean, it was one of those things that really, really just sort of, sort of showed up and all of a sudden it was like wow you know everything you know everything that I took for granted all the you know learned sales skills communication skills that I developed to that point I sort of had to get an absolute new plan you know so to speak mm-hmm. um, it was extremely hard it was one of those things things that I mean I wish that I could say that as soon as it happened you know um, I was prepared for it and I just you know you know figured out all the details but I mean it but I mean, in reality, it was actually um, a journey that I'm still on trying to work through. Well, Josh, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. um, right now, uh, where you are right now, uh, you faced mm-hmm. something that you dealt with, you had to battle with. How mm-hmm. much of that was your hunger to overcome uh, that thing, that one thing that that probably? you felt probably hindered you the most that you had to conquer. And I want to commend you on that. And I also want to say that or ask the question that, was it more of a hunger or was it more of just wanting to be committed to uh, seeing this thing all the way through? Oh, man, that's that's um, such a great way to ask that. And, I mean, I think that it was a combination of both because, I mean, keeping in mind um, – from, um, I am first and foremost a student of personal development. You know, now, I mean, over the years I've started teaching it, and, of course, I, I speak on that topic now. But, I mean, one of the things, fortunately, that got instilled in, in me is skills can be learned. I mean, we can learn things over time through experience, and sometimes that's a long way to learn it. Or we can, we can absolutely um, be proactive and, you know, learn the skill sets a lot faster. And so one of the things for me was I was hearing it all the time, you know, you know, um, challenges happen for a reason, even though we don't know what they are, there's always a lesson, e- um, 
even if we're not necessarily privy to what the lesson is at that time or even in our lifetime. But the simple truth is there's a bigger plan. Now, I know for some people that are listening to that, that's going to sound Pollyannish, and depending on what they're dealing with, it may sound rah-rah and just, and just silly to some people. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the reason, the reason I believe that to be true is because throughout my life, I've gotten to the point now where, I mean, without a doubt, I can see that if, if I had not gone through the things that I've gone through, I would not have the very message that people tune into. Does that make any sense? It's yeah. like... People resonate with the fact that, you know, I'm able to live my dreams. I, you know, I have to work at it as hard or harder than anybody. I'm not embarrassed to say that. You know, it, you know, it doesn't come easy like some of the silver-tongued devils that are in our industry. You know what I mean? They can just, you know, let it flow. And sometimes it's more difficult. But guess what? At the end of the day, my message is as powerful, and in some cases to some people, more so. You know, because, I mean, I don't have the luxury of letting my bumps, bruises, scrapes, you know, um, blocking tick moments, whatever you want to call it, whatever label we want to put on them, I can't hide those. So, you know, and I think, so, you know, so I mean, without a doubt, um, it drives me, you know. And, and I mean, as silly as it sounds, I think um, even though at times in my life it would have been easier to just, you know, um, play a little bit smaller like I have it have in the past. For example example, um um for a while there I actually shied away from speaking. I mean I I would write and pretty much be in the background bringing other speakers out and out to people and, and through my site. And then it was one of those situations that said, Hey, you know, I'm um um you need to start saying yes more. You know, um you gotta play a bigger role because you're not just cheating yourself, but you're cheating other people who have to, you know, to grab to your message so that they can believe in themselves. You know, I mean, I'm a firm believer. Unfortunately, my mother always always instilled this in me was, you know, you know, no matter what's going on, everybody has unique talents and gifts. And mm-hmm. and the thing about those unique talents and gifts is, um, I mean, there may be, I mean, um, some people are lucky in that you know, um, life life challenges happen and. You know, I mean, um, um, the talents and gifts may, you know, you know, be brought out, and all of a sudden, people see them. Um, there are other people that have to work harder to, you know, hone them and reveal them. But everybody has them, and and when you play to those, and when you and when you le- and when you let them go, you, you don't just help yourself; you help your loved ones, you help your family, and and there really is a ripple effect, I believe, that that goes out, and and you end up touching people. There's no way you even have any way of knowing that you could when you started out. And and in my life, guys, I've I've seen that firsthand. You know, I, you know, I started um from 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 where I was living at the time, started with a little website and you know, now people have me come in and speak to them and and, and I get letters from, from literally off the world. Like and that's things that I'm sure you guys see too and you guys experience. Mm-hmm. But it but for that to happen, I mean what I always say is, you know, um, it's your life. Live big, and and basically what that means is where you are right now. You got to start, and it and it's okay if it's not a not a huge action that you're going to take, but 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 you got to do something. 
because we got this beautiful thing called for, for you know forward momentum. It's like the old snowball effect, you know. Um, yeah. You know, it's yeah. Actually, it might not happen automatically, but it'll happen. But you got to keep it moving. You know, you, you know. Sometimes we gotta we gotta give ourselves a little kick. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. You know, I was gonna uh, ask a question. Sure. Who who were your um? What was your inspirational? Like, who were the inspirational people that influenced you? You know, everybody has a mentor. Mm-hmm. Everybody has someone that they look up to. Everybody has right. someone that they try to model themselves after, so to speak, as a guide or as you know, as just somebody they look up to. Who was that person for you? Oh gosh, how in the world do I name all these people? Um, so, um, what I always say they are just just um, in a general sense first. Um, I mean, I've got people. For, um, fortunately, they're from my personal life: um, mother, father. Um, um, and actually, uh, my stepfather now is um, um, very inspiring to me. You know, always there for me. Um, lots and lots of people from my personal life, friends. Um, fr- from um, professional life, I would say my father because I started in um, business through a startup company. And actually what happened there was he he actually created the job for me. And, I mean, I wish that I could say it was one of those things where, oh, yeah, we were so flush with cash that he just created a job and, and I was getting paid to do different things. But actually it was the exact opposite. We didn't – I mean, we didn't have enough money to rub together to start a little fire if we had to. We didn't have anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, at the time we were so poor that, poor that my mother um, actually drove a car around with, with no reverse for, for a year while we were getting back on our feet. We had, had – um, uh, my father had always been good in business, but um, because of a because of a deal that went bad, we were literally starting over. And so from that um, from that point in my life, what happened was um, he actually created a job. It was a telemarketing job. I didn't I didn't know that telephone sales were supposed to be hard. And I mean, when I tell people that now, they're like, "How?" In, you know, um, they really don't believe it because they because because they know the rest of my story. With 18, I got to where I couldn't even spit out a word or a word I wanted to say, but I actually did start in in telephone sales, you know. Um, so um, I created that job and actually and actually did well and um, got um, um, got a real interest in in personal development as a result of that. Because what happened was, um, a particular loan officer told me he said, Josh, you know, over time through experience you can get good. And I mean, the good news is that is you know that is one way. To improve, you know, over time through experience, or you can be proactive. And I touched on this point later, um, earlier rather, you know, or uh, um, you can be proactive. You can pick up a book. You can pick up a tape program. You can grab a mentor. Um, you can get a mentor through any number of books in your library. However, you want to do it, but be proactive and learn those skills and implement them into your own life. That's the key. Learn the stuff. But internalize it, you know. In other words, uh, um, 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 for all the listeners, I mean, if you guys hear something on this show that I say, Gregory says or Brian says, you know, take it, but don't take it for what we say. Try and internalize it and make it your own, and then put it back out in the world. And and once you do that, that's when the real change comes. So I would say that those people, 
um, people were big mentors. Um, lots and lots of all, um, different mentors at the same time. Um, some big ones too that I've been fortunate fortunate to have are, are um, particular people that started out that I learned through that I only knew through their books and tapes and programs. And now because I am in the industry, a lot of them um, have have um, become become personal friends of mine. Um, one of them, one of them in particular, a fellow by the name of Bob Berg, who I was a, I was, I was always a, I don't know if you guys have heard of the book The Go Giver, but he he's the co-author on that, along with a, his co-author John John David Mann, who's just just a, a um, fantastic little book, it's just an amazing book. Well, I mean, for years, I I was simply a fan of his work, and then and then as a result, we became friends, and I mean, actually, the way that that turns out. Um, about two weeks ago, I had the good fortune to be asked to speak at their event. Him and his business partner, Tom Scott. So, um, so I mean, certainly both those fellows are, are mentors and friends. Um, and then, of course, one of the big things that I think is a real important lesson for a lot of people is some of my biggest mentors are people that I'll never have the opportunity to know. People that I but but I can get to I can get to know through their biographies, books, visiting the library. So I mean, for the, you know, and then also, and also, mentors can come from anywhere. So, so I gave some specific people, and um, you know, so, so so certainly those are some people that come right off off mind. And and I almost hate to to mention specific people because that's certainly it's certainly not an exhaustive list. There's so many more people that I mean, we could spend the next probably hour and a half me throwing names out there that just had a huge impact on my life. You know, you know, without 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 those mentors, I would literally probably be sitting there trying to figure figure out what I was going to do. I would I wouldn't even want to think of what my life would look like or, or the things that I would have missed out without awesome. the things that I learned from that. Yes, awesome, awesome. I, I wanted to touch on you said something that you someone told you that over a period of time you can be great. In today's society, everybody wants things to happen right now, right now, right now. What was it that made you say, okay, it's going to take me some time to get where I want to get. I can't get frustrated and want everything to happen overnight. But what was that thing that, that you had to dig deep and say, you know what, I'm going to take my time and I'm going to do a little bit at a time so that I can get where I want to be. What was that thing? Oh man, um, I would say probably a couple of different things that um, helped me to helped me to realize that that was the way it was. Um, first was firsthand experience because, because because I mean, like I said, I mean, growing up, I had you know, uh, my father had always been good in business, and and so I mean, I got I mean, I got to see firsthand that you know. Um, um, businesses can be built from nothing, and you know, um, uh, financial goals and things like that can become reality. And at the same time, I got to see that you know, through 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 events, that even though they might not be you know, even even though they might not be fair or what have you, um, th- um, things like that can put us in a situation where we have to start back over. And and so through that, um, um. Through that point in my life of see, of seeing, you know, um, um, our family start over from a financial standpoint, 
I was able to see that over time, you know, if, if, I mean, you do the things and you take the actions that you have to do, even though it's extremely hard, things do work out, okay? So, so, so I mean, that right there was huge for me to actually see things come together. And, 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 and it's a lesson that, I mean, I just look at and realize, hey, you know, if one person can do it, it's not, it, you know, I mean, if, uh, um, I mean, in other words, I mean, if 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 one person out there can do, can um, you know, achieve their goals, can can set a goal, and achieve what it is they want to accomplish, then by the same token, if we model those things, and I mean, we're and we're really willing to do the things that are required of us, and, and reach out for the help that's out there, even if it's not obvious. Then, then it's an absolute fact that, in some capacity, we have to be able to do it as equally as well, or nearly as equally as well, or better. So, I mean, that right there was very, was, um, um, it was huge, huge for me to kind of get that point. And then, and then also, it's one of those things where, I don't know if really when I was starting out, if I were, if um, I, I, um. If I had had like a totally clear vision of where I am right now, and um, when I was literally starting out, I don't know if that would have been too big for me. Um, in other words, it's, I don't know if that makes sense what I'm saying, but it's kind of like I had to grow in to the place that I am now. My vision had to had to expand. So it was the kind of thing like I started out with a very simple idea, and that was I um, I was going to create a little web page whereby I would share other speakers, authors, you know, the Les Browns, the Zig Ziglers, you know, the the Bob Bergs, the um you know, you name it. Um the quote unquote big players in the industry. And I I mean I very simply wanted to share their message with other people from from literally all over the world. And 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 you know, I mean I, and so I mean I I can't say starting out that I, that I really had this grand vision that I would necessarily get to a point where I would, where I mean I I would hopefully be able to be positioned along with those people as as has unfolded now. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if I was starting out with that idea, I don't know if I don't know if I would have been able to say you know, oh I'm going to get to it exactly like I have. You know, but I mean rather I started right with what I had, the little actions. And just kept, you know, doing the best I could do with the place that I was. And then as a result, it was almost like life or a higher power said, you know, okay, you did a little bit. I'm going to give you a little more glimpse. You did a little bit more. I'm going to give you another little glimpse. And I mean, I remember one of those glimpses, glimpses that happened fairly early on when I started the site. And I mean, it was like a pretty big glimpse once I tell you what it is. I mean, a perfect example. So, so I mean, I had this simple little page, and I was basically sharing other people's stuff. Stuff, and what ended up happening was the Yahoo directory at the time um, um, was actually like a really big resource, and it was before before most people used Google. And so, I mean, at the timing, at the time, what happened was um, this little web page that I had um, in, um, ended up getting getting ranked under self under the self improvement category. And there were, I don't know, probably 20 of us at the time. And all of a sudden, literally, this little idea that I had 
was getting just it was just millions of people were going to it and then and and all of a sudden um the idea that I had where where I wanted to share these people that I was familiar with, I wanted to share the message with the world, all of a sudden something that was really out of my control just kind of came together. And on the surface, it would be easy to say it was luck, but really it wasn't luck. It was a lot of work and me just doing a lot of little things, even though I didn't have everything super clear, doing a lot of the little things I had to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And and then and then it was almost like um, I had like a little clearer vision. And, I mean, from there it was like, okay, there's, there's you know, uh, I would look at it and I would say, isn't this interesting? All of a sudden, one minute, I don't have many people seeing what I'm doing. Now, now I do. And and so from there, I just kind of got the idea that I wanted to start writing and, and sharing, you know, the messages that I do. And, and I mean, the, re- the reason I started writing was actually a necessity because, I mean, at the time, my, you know, um, block and tick, it, it was so bad that literally it, I couldn't even have a conversation with myself. And be able to articulate what I wanted to say. So, I mean, I try to make light of it, but literally, that's that's just the way it was. But I was doing the little things that I could control, the little things, like, here's a great idea, you know. Hey, Josh. So, I mean, the idea idea of you, you know, um, speaking to audience is not is not there. Why don't you just, you know, write just like you would speak? If you could speak it, and and so that's exactly what I did. And guess what? Lots of people. You know, I had I had my fair share of people say you're a terrible writer, but you know what? Not everybody did, and and fortunately, a lot more people since then since then have actually said, you know, um, we like your writing style, which I mean I think is actually kind of funny because I don't I don't have a quote unquote writing style. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I I just did it out of necessity because I was playing to the little things that I had, and then and then and then I mean from there I got to a point where people would ask me to speak and come to different companies and and you know. Um, Share my message and do training, and it wasn't one of those things that was that was necessarily easy for me. Um, I mean, I've said no so many times. It's like that song, um, no, 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 or something like that. You know, like I mean, somebody should literally write a write a song based on on me. How many times I said no, but all of a sudden, I mean, it clicked and it said, you know, if you don't start saying yes, Josh, you're going to look back and 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 your song's never going to end. Your no song's never going to end. So. So I just said okay, you know. And starting out, um, I didn't do so good. You know what I mean? I, I could have done better, but but it doesn't matter because because the beautiful thing about it was I was sharing the message that I had to share. And wherever I you know stuttered or, or quote unquote goofed up a little bit, well, I mean, what I found out was all all it really did was um give give more give more credence to my message and 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 people would just look at it as me being authentic just just me you know what i mean it's it's mm-hmm. like here's bumps and bruises guess what you got your own do you want them to hold you back or do you just want to play as big as you possibly can in your life and you don't have to get the details right i've made more mistakes i've left more money on the table than anybody probably most people you know what i mean mm-hmm. but when you're in the game Things come together. You know what I mean? Things come together as they're supposed to. That's that's what I've found. So. You know, Josh, the well, one thing exactly. that I can say... Oh, what were yeah, you going to uh, say? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Go. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I apologize. 
Now, I was going to say, the one thing that I can say about you and your your speaking style is that because of what most people consider a speech impediment, it actually, in my opinion, I think it's actually a, an unseen blessing because what I've had to do to understand what you're talking about is listen to you. Hmm. See, I had to really just focus in and listen to what you're saying. And I think that's actually good because most people rarely listen to speakers. They they listen, they hear the speakers, but they don't listen to them. And so I had to really instinctively listen to what you were saying. And so that's an added benefit as a speaker. Oh, well, I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate you saying that. And, and I mean, one of the interesting things, too, too, um, to, to, about things, and I mean, it's one of those things that's always been interesting for me is, um, um, when I'm doing calls like this, you'll actually notice my, my, um, um, you know, blocking. You'll you'll notice that that little, you know, blocking tick more and more. But but one of the interesting things is when I'm on stage, believe it or not. Now I'm knocking on wood because who knows? It may be completely different going forward. That's the beautiful thing about Tourette's. It teaches you. you if there's one thing you better learn, you better learn to be humble and, you know, just, just you know, uh, do the best you can and not wear your ego on your head because one minute you might have one symptom and you might have another. But, I mean, fortunately for me, um, now now when I do, you know, um, live appearances and different things like that, my the um, blocking part of my Tourette's is, is literally... It's non-existent, and I don't know why that is, except maybe for the fact that maybe I'm just getting, you know, you know, so into it, uh, sharing a message that's just been bottled up inside for so many years that I mean it literally just, and I kind of refer to it as hyper focus. I, I that part of it just disappears. Now, don't get me wrong; you'll see me blinking up a storm, which is another symptom that I deal with. But, mm-hmm. but isn't but isn't that interesting? You know, you just. You just you just do the best you can do, and and you know everything works out exactly as it should, and 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 what you said that was so that's so kind of you to say that that that's you know that's 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 the thing. There are things I can't control about it. I mean, Tourette's is a neurological disorder, so there are things that I can't control. Mm-hmm. But 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 what I have to continuously ask myself, and this is something I think that a lot of people could benefit from, is you know in, in while there are things I can't control. Always, I always ask myself the question, you know, what can I control? In other words, what can I make actionable about this? It's like, okay, um, if I'm going to get on this call and all of a sudden I'm going to, you know, um, um, deal with deal with the blocking tick or, or stammer a little bit here or there, maybe that's going to happen. But I can choose to push those words out anyway. As best I can, I can choose to say yes instead of saying no. There's there are choices in everything, you know. Not that they're easy, and they're not always easy, mm-hmm. but they're choices. Wow, and and that's so important when you when you say there's choices, because so so long ago, so many times you could have said, uh, I'm just going to submit to this thing that I'm battling against, and I give up. And there's so many people out there that's listening right now. I know they've been touched by the things that you've said, but there's a lot of people out there that 
probably aren't listening live that will hear this uh, podcast later, mm-hmm. they have given up on so many things. And a lot of times they they don't realize how close they are to their breakthrough. But they give in and they submit to that thing that they've been struggling with for such a long time. Do you have any words for those people that are out there right now that are on the fence? They're very, very close to their dreams and goals. They want to live another life, and it's burning in them to do it, but they're also fighting and struggling with uh, patience of waiting to, for things to happen. What, what words do you have for them? Mm-hmm. Well, um, to start out with, I would say that I have, have 100% been there. I still have moments in, you know, I still have moments in my life where where, where things are not exactly like I thought they were going to be. They don't have maybe one particular project's not panning out like I would like it's supposed to. And I have those moments too, believe it or not. And and I know somebody's listening saying, well, that's easy for you to say. You you know, you've accomplished this, this or that. But I have those moments too. We all do at different levels. Um. That said, um, um, one of the biggest things that helps me is, 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 I mean, to be able to step back and literally take the time to write out some of the challenges that I've had and match those to achievements. In other words, I mean, what ends up happening is, I think, is um, we tend to tend to look at the place we are and sort of end up um, um, not giving ourselves our due credit for accomplishments, accomplishments that we've achieved in the past. Um, it's it's sort of like um, one of the big lessons that I mean along those lines. I think that I learned was was um, in our family business. You know, I mean, when um, when my father was was starting the company. Uh, um, again, for example. I don't think he ever would have been able to, to get things back to where they were. That bit, this, the next business wouldn't have been built back up if he weren't able able to hold on to the truth that you know what he'd done it before, and so he had that. So while he didn't have the resources and he lost that, he had the skill set that was necessarily to accomplish it again. And so, I mean, for example, for the person that's struggling to grow their business, you know. Look back on a past accomplishment. You know, look back at something that you may take totally for granted. You know, um, um, getting your high school diploma, getting your GED. Those are those are. I speak of those things. Those were huge accomplishments then, and they're huge accomplishments now. When you look at those achievements, you know, um, awards that you that you've won, um, any of those things. When you look at them and, and experience them again, what they do is they give us fuel. For our current situation, mm-hmm. but I mean, but the thing is, we don't take the time to relive those things. We just sort of, you know, what I always think is so interesting, guys, is that you know, when we're striving for a goal, when we're just moving ninety to nothing, we're living in that moment. We get that goal. How much time do we take to celebrate those things? We don't. We just throw them on a shelf. Next, next. You know what I mean? We're so forward moving, and that's good. Be forward moving, but I mean, but 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 every once in a while, you got to take those past experiences, those positive past experiences, and no matter what 
terrible situation somebody's dealing with that's listening to this call, you've had achievements. You've had times when, when, when they weren't so bad. You've had those good moments. It's just the problem is the, the thing that you're experiencing now, the negative, for example, is more dense. It's just it's – just, it's, I don't know how to say it other than it's, it's more – it's a more solid mass, for example, if I could just use kind of that term, than, than, the, than, than your past positive experiences. So, so naturally, it feels more real. But, I mean, but, but there's a wonderful little quote that says, you know, um, what the mind can conceive, it can achieve. You know, and then also um, um, it plays on to that saying about, you know, uh, um, um, you know um, the mind not being able to differentiate between a real or imagined thought. We've heard that saying before. Well, the reason we've heard that saying before is because it's true, you know. And so, I mean, by the same token, that's where being able to take off, take your past achievements and just kind of dust them off a little bit, close your eyes, take some deep breaths, take some time to re-experience those as best you can. I mean, I think it'll be one of those things, um, it's an exercise for me, and I know for a lot of people that I, that I do coaching with, what I've always found is that it's one of those experiences that sort of takes you out of the moment and sort of rebalances your belief system. Because, because, because you know, I mean, I mean, a big part of accomplishing anything, anything, is, you know, having the belief that you can do it. And the way that things happen in life, that's not always easy to do. I mean, there are lots of things that, that, that even, even the best visualizers and, you know, super achievers, if you want to call them that, they have, they have moments where their belief systems are challenged. Um, I would also say really look at each goal and different things like that and and map out specific actions, but also celebrate those actions. So, um, so, I mean, in other words, if your goal involves, you know, um, I don't know, say it's a, a sales goal, we'll put something off the top of, my, top of our head, you know, um, 100 sales in a month. Well, well, I mean, the interesting thing about that is, um, one, of course, you've got to stay plugged into it, but also, but also about the halfway point, um, you know, um, if you're only halfway there, or I mean, or, um, or, or I mean, or, or, or for example, not making the progress that you that you think you should be making, um, naturally your belief system is going to start getting challenged, and and so what you have to do is step back and look at each action or each sale that you do make instead of looking at the bigger one and then celebrate those, and then what ends up happening is you get the old you know, that old saying, success begets success, the snowball effect kicks in, and it just moves us forward. And then, you know, and so those are some very kind of, hopefully not too simple. Hopefully they didn't come across so simple that nobody believes that they'll work. But they do. They really do. It's, it's, I, I think a big part of it is, is awareness. You know, I mean, just taking the time to kind of introduce um, – um, belief back into what it is that you're working for, you know, um, um, reconnecting with your why, as a as a fellow by the name of John Delemy, friend of mine, might might say, find your why, you know, you know, you know, connecting with the bigger picture, if you will. Yeah. Do you think that 
but I guess we all have things that we have to face. Some of the things that we have to face are maybe a little bit tougher than some than than others. But mm-hmm. do you think that the things that we've had to deal with that are really really tough, the sad things that have happened in a lot of our lives? I'll use an example: uh, Oprah Winfrey being mm-hmm. molested and raped uh, as mm-hmm. a child, and now you look at her. And she's doing wonderful, wonderful things out there to help other people. Do -hmm. you think that the dark days or the dark times, I'm not going to say the ugly things or the, 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 well, some of the things are ugly when we see it in our own Mm -hmm. eyesight. It's an ugly thing, but there's good that comes from everything, I believe. No matter what Mm -hmm. has happened in your life, I truly believe that you can make something good come of that or something good will come of that and the world will see it. And I think that that's being played out with you and that's being played out with Oprah Winfrey right now. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this. Do you think that the dark days, the struggling times, the depressed times, do you think those are the times that we are being uh, molded into the person that we should be? Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, the way that you said it I, I, is, I mean, absolutely perfect way of explaining it. I, I couldn't express it any better. I mean, and I mean, it doesn't mean that, I mean, it's easy to stomach that idea that we grow through through adversities and life challenges. It's it's very, very hard to to acknowledge that and to admit that. I mean, I always, I always tell everybody about, you know, um, I mean, I, I, um, I always like to um, ask the audience sometimes when I'm doing speaking, I mean, I'll say, um, um, has anybody ever heard the saying, you know, everything happens for a reason? And of course, you know, everybody's heard that. Then, I mean, I'll always follow up the question, well, how did it, did it make you feel any better when you heard that? And the people that are honest are are saying, they're like, of course not. You know, it it doesn't make us feel good. But I mean, the fact that that's hard to stomach doesn't um, diminish the fact that it's absolutely true. And I mean, it would almost and I mean, had it not been for the for the things that I've had to go through, and the place that I'm at right now, I would not be in a position to do the kind of work that I do. You know what I mean? I couldn't I couldn't get on the level, and 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 help the people that I do in in, in exactly the work that I do. I mean, had I not come from a situation where you know, um, I mean, um, at one time. From a fairly young age, you know, about 18 years old, I kind of figured that I mean, a lot of lot of my um, that you know, um, I was literally ahead of the game. I mean, I understood sales. I had studied communication. I'd been a student of personal development for 15 years. I thought I I thought I had like a lot of things figured out. You know what I mean, guys? And then this hard thing hit me, and and, and I mean, forget the specifics of what it was. It was just I was all of a sudden at a point. Where I had to get a new plan. Now I look at it now, and there was a bigger plan, a much bigger plan in place. Because any anything that I could have accomplished at that point in my life, any lives that I could have touched, and and I would have touched some lives on a more personal level, you know, pale in comparison to I mean the blessing and the place that I am right now, the 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 letters and the and, and I mean the letters from people in countries that I can't even pronounce. Little guy from you know, from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, I can't even pronounce. But the 
wonderful letters about how something that I shared or some or a message of another speaker's or trainer's that I've shared and that they got it. And, and then you get these stories like the incredible things they've done. And I'm not taking credit for it. That's not the point. But just how humbling it is to be a part of somebody's, somebody's testimonial, somebody's story. You know what I mean? So without, without going through those challenges and, and, and as many – and I used to curse those challenges. You know what I mean? And it wasn't the threats cursing it. You know, it was, it was me. I used to be frustrated. I was, I was upset. Even, even when I knew better, even, even when I was, you know, filling my mind with you've got to stay positive, the truths, the universal truths like that, I still would be frustrated. Why has this happened to me? But I stayed in the game, did the best I could do with the, with the resources at hand, and grew, and grew through it. So absolutely what you're saying, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, I think so much that, I mean, my personal faith would, would, uh, would allow me to, to, to believe that. And just even when I couldn't see it, even when everything around me was telling me, you're nuts. You know, and then people were saying you're nuts. It's, it's a nice, nice vision, but, but, you know, stay in the background a little bit. You don't have to, you don't have to strive to, to do speaking or teaching. You just stay in the background. You're, hey, that, hey, that's cool. Your website's... Sharing the message, you know, and, and of course, I certainly had a lot of people that, that believed in me, but I'm saying we all have those, you know, the biggest thing for me was the self-doubt. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, literally, for, fortunately, what I did there was I always, always just, when those things popped up, I grabbed a book, a tape, a program, I, I sat at the computer and wrote, and then, um, and I would read it back to myself like it was coming from third person and, and I mean literally what I would do is I mean I was looking at my thoughts in a, in a really and I still believe this in a really simple way so if, so if the negative was if something in my life was not the way it needed to be instead of letting that be my dominant thought I, was, I would just imagine myself with a little shovel and I'd be, I'd be just shoveling positive thoughts, books, what have you in it and the funny thing about that is I, out, I outdid what was happening in my situation. And, and guess what? I still have moments. I have frustration I was dealing with today. But, but over time, I realized, you know, hey, this stuff that I'm teaching works. Don't just sit there and, and let it consume you. You know, you know do something to short-circuit the process. You know, you know think a different thought. Um, 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 Force-feed yourself something that's positive in nature, a book or what have you, um, read a scripture, whatever works for you. And the interesting thing about that is in the moment that you're doing it, you don't have to believe it's going to make a difference. But guess what? It always does make a difference. It, it, um, it's one of those amazing – it's what I would call one of life's amazing catch-22s. It's kind of like kind of like – let's look at the example of procrastination. You know, I mean um, – and, and of course, every I always use this example because everybody's got their own procrastination monster that shows up every once in a while, right? Yeah. So, so the funny thing about procrastination: how do you beat procrastination? Do the opposite. One bite at a time. You, you, <laughs> if you just do a little bitty, right? If you just do a little bitty thing, all of a sudden, literally, literally, almost instantaneously, within a minute and a half, if um, and I challenge anybody: if you sit there and you get a you get an egg timer, you can time it. Within a minute to two minutes, if if you will force yourself or have somebody act as a control that forces you to do the activity, procrastination will diminish by at least half. 
But it's but it's but isn't that such a funny catch twenty two? The very thing that keeps you from that keeps you from doing it dissipates the moment you do it. You know? And I think mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is that way. It's so simple, but it's so simple. It, it's easy, but it's easy not to do. You know what I mean? Simple, yeah. but it's not to do. Hey, Josh, before our show ends, we want to give you an opportunity to talk about your books that you have out. Oh. Or your book and also the uh, motivational website. Okay, great. Yeah, well, um, so, I mean, I've actually got um, a motivational booklet, booklet that I sell called Why Perfect Timing is a Myth. Um, and if anybody wants to grab a copy or, or learn more about it, they can just go to getmotivation.com forward slash booklet. I mean, that'll take you there. Um, uh, um, and actually, over the years, year, years I've, written a, I've written a couple of other electronic books that are available in electronic format. Um, and I give those two things, those two away. You'll have to join the newsletter um, if you just go to getmotivation.com forward slash ezines.html, or you can also sign up right on getmotivation.com. And and as some of the bonuses, I, I give away a couple of a couple of um, electronic format books that I wrote. So you know, so certainly you know, uh, um, and I just love for anybody to uh, that wants to learn more about the you know those, just kind of take me up on those or. Um, and another thing, um, I mean, I get, you know, lots and lots of mail, but, I mean, if anybody wants to take the time to write, I'll do my best to write back. I, I love to hear from it because, because, honestly, that is that is what it's all about. You know what I mean? I, I enjoy business and blessed to be in it, but, it, but it's about the relationships that you get to build with people along the way. Right. So and what about your speaking to... engagement, Josh? I, I know a lot of people out there, uh, and I know you'll travel. Um, we, Brian and I, we spoke with you one time. You were down in Orlando speaking. Yeah, yeah. You guys were good enough to call me, and I, and I was, I, I might actually finish finish that the, the the event that I was talking about that Bob Bergen and, and Tom Scott put on. So yeah, I was yeah I was there. Um, um, it's like I always do tell people. Um, I mean, um, I have mouth and will travel. So so if you if you want to have speak at your event or or speak to your company or what have you, I'd love. Um, uh, I'd I'd love to do that. Uh, um, and actually, um, I've got a full demo video. If, if anybody wants to watch my presentation, um, um, if they'll go to, they can watch me present that presentation that I did. And there's no cost to do that. You don't have to sign up or anything. It's at uh, getmotivation.com forward slash speaker. And and if anybody wants to check that out, I'd you know I'd like to invite them to do that, and and then just um from um um from there, if you'd like to, to discuss having me appear at at your event or seminar or what have you, um, um there's actually a little form and number right there on the page that'll that'll call into my team, and they can they can be they'd be delighted to speak with you about it. And I and I'd love to too. And my number's all throughout the website as well. If anybody's got any follow-up questions or whatever, I answer. You know the number, so you just give me a shout. Okay, awesome, awesome. awesome. Well, we thank you for coming on the show, and you know I can guarantee you 
if you go back and listen to the show, callers, and you send this show out to your friends, they'll definitely be blessed by it. And I definitely know that we have helped others to be more, do more, and have more. With that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. We thank you for joining us tonight, and we ask that you please come back and join us on Monday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern as we'll have another exciting show. Good evening, and God bless you all.